Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey, and we are the Mark Out Movie Podcasters. And on today's episode, Aaron, what are we doing? Bosco, a 2024 movie that is on Peacock that uh, feels more like it should be on Tubi. Um, oh, whoa. This is going to be a bad review from Aaron Whitlow. Oh. Maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but let me tell you, so it's a 2024 film. Uh, uh-huh. It just came out on February 2nd, uh, based on the story of Quante Bosco Adams sentenced to 35 years for attempted possession of marijuana. It's pretty terrible. Uh, terrible charge to, and terrible time uh, like sentence to give a guy for a possession of, of marijuana, in my opinion. Um, but, uh, but, uh, but with the help of a woman from a lonely heart ad, he, he escapes to see his daughter, but is forced to take responsibility for his act. I have a question. The synopsis gives away the whole movie. I have a question. Yeah. What is a lonely heart ad? So lonely heart ad is an ad. For uh, essentially a lonely heart, so like a one ad, like uh, one of my favorite songs is uh, is uh, with Scout, uh, just one of Do You Like Me? Like a lot of you know that song, I do. All right, so that song is about a lonely heart's ad, like the guy uh, answers a woman's ad that's in the paper, uh, that she's like pina coladas and get caught in the rain, she's into yoga, and you know, you have to have a brain. Did he much in, in the yoga? Uh, but that's what that that. Um, but yeah, that's what that is. Mm. A lonely heart ad. So yeah, so people that's lonely meet. It's like it's it's pretty much like uh, what's that other eHarmony or something like that. Yeah, but, you should oh, just go on dating apps. It's safer. <laughs> there wasn't a dating app thing at the time. This is this movie took place in nineteen ninety. Yeah, you're right. There wasn't. <laughs> Do your thing, lonely ads. <laughs> so, Quante, as we stated before, is played by Aubrey Joseph, which I'm not familiar with, but you're familiar with him, Brandon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he was in the freeform show uh, Cloak and Dagger, which is a Marvel show, which I hated. I just thought it was boring. I didn't like him, and I didn't like the girl. Um, never finished it. it mm. I just, but you know, I, it's not that he's a bad actor. I don't think he's a bad actor. I actually thought he was pretty strong in this movie, but I just, at the same time, I just don't care. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if you, you get think- that vibe or not with him, but it's like, hey, I didn't think he did bad here, but I just, I, I don't care. You said that he wasn't, for you, very likable. I don't think anybody in this movie is very likable except for the, the, the lonely head. And she's just gullible, so. Yeah, I will say that I marked that when I seen her because I know her from, as Tracy Turnblad in the, in the Hairspray uh, remake movie. The musical that came out several years ago. Uh, she played Tracy Turnblad. But um, yeah, so this movie starred Aubrey Joseph as uh, Quante Adams, 
later on, you see Nikki Blonsky as Tammy. Uh, his uh, his cellmate uh, right next to him, John Lewis, plays the bull. DC Youngfly is Rooster. He's across the hall from him. Uh, then uh, there's a guy later on in Carlos, and, but mainly uh, Jim O'Hare, Bo, a.k.a. Jerry from uh, Parks and Rec. He plays the alcoholic dad, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it was great seeing him. I marked out for him. Yeah. He wasn't likable either, though. <laughs> no, he wasn't likable. But, but also, uh, I didn't take him serious. Is like is being angry. I'm like, that's just Jerry. I can't take him serious. It's he sad. Got, yeah, he got knocked down. Uh, what? But he got up no. He yeah, got, he got up again. Yeah. Um, Theo yeah. Rossi, who plays Ramos, uh, he is um, he's most known for uh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. Uh, he also uh, had a movie that came out this year called The Get Back. I think it was what it was called. A buddy of mine was the, uh, or it came out last year, The Get Back. Uh, my, a buddy of mine was the, one of the executive producers for that movie, uh, Demetrius Stair. And it was on Tubi. If it's still, it might still be on there, but it was actually really, it was a pretty good movie for, you know, Tubi has some, some gems on it. You just got to search. Gotta search, yeah. yeah. Uh, you forgot to mention him, but he's I in this going, movie. Are you going there? Are you, no, maybe. Are you going Tyrese? Or are you going Thomas James? Oh, who cares about Tyrese? <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. No, I was going Thomas James. Yeah, Tyrese is in this too. Um, actually, you know, I found him funny, even though it's a dramatic role. But him trying to teach his son not to, you know. To be a strong man and what does he do he acts like what he's telling his son not to act like when yeah. the cops show up I, t- I just thought that was hilarious here you are yeah. trying to showing him how to be and he, you're being the opposite once the cops I, show up I, I will say this about Tyrese in this movie uh, it's Tootie it's his name I will say this Tyrese uh, Tyrese I never bought, bought him as a gangster anything not even in baby boy but uh it's he looks like he literally looks like he could have been his same character uh, from baby boy just now an adult with his own kid or kids growing up or whatever but um but yeah he he hasn't really aged he doesn't he hasn't really aged much you know uh yeah he, he looks he looks like really young actually in the film um but yeah but no yeah, I know you want to talk about the Punisher, Thomas Jane. Yeah, he's the Punisher. He's always going to be the Punisher to me. I think for me, he'll always be. Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name now. But In, Deep Blue uh, Sea, Deep Blue Sea. I mean, he's always, he's always going to be that I, character for me. That was my first experience. I'm. I'm gonna also say I also go uh, the Mist. Yes, that one too. But yeah, Thomas Jane, who is actually really like he's not likable at all, but he's really good. He's very believable as a as a uh, uh, maybe a racist, bigoted, uh, grumpy 
alcoholic veteran that works yeah. in the prison. Uh, so very, very believable. Yeah, I agree. I think he did a really good job. Um, it, you know, it's always good to see Tom Jane, no matter what kind of role he's playing. He, you know, you're gonna get his best mm-hmm. in what he does, and he, I felt you got it here. I, he was good. He wasn't a very likable person, but you know, he he stood out out of all of the people that probably don't stand out really. Um, yeah. It, it's to me, it's a very, it's kind of a forgettable movie. Yeah, um, yeah. When you get to the end of it, it's like, eh. This really didn't hit the right way they they were probably intending it to hit, and it just, I didn't like how it ended. I didn't. I thought by the description of the movie, it was going to be a lot more about the, about him escaping than everything leading up to the escape. Yeah, I thought this is what I thought it was going to be. I think because with the with the poster, you see all the guys, you know, the people in it, like on on the top of the poster or whatever. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, maybe it's going to be like a group effort, like different people in the cell bus are going to try to escape together. Is what I thought it was going to be. I didn't know it was going to just be him trying to escape, and I felt like it was the escape was fairly anticlimactic. Um, and uh and also i felt like i felt like a lot of the i felt like it's very cheap it felt like a very cheap yeah that's why i brought up the tubi aspect because it felt cheap like like the uh monitors where uh where uh thomas jane was sent to kind of check usually if you have a a, a officer a co he is in the pod. He ain't going to leave the pod in order to help with an inmate because that pod is where he's supposed to be. He's supposed to monitor the monitors. And even then, it looks like he only had two monitors, uh, like two cells monitors. He didn't really have, like, and where we see, like, at least four or five different inmates in that mm-hmm. little isolation cell block. And so I felt like that was very uh, cheap. Uh, and I also felt like well, I felt that's cheap, and I felt like there's a lot of things that they were that they did in this that I don't think the actual prison would do. Like, I think one of the one of the officers had an actual gun on him, which I don't think that you would in prison system. I don't think that you would really carry the gun because of the risk. What if they get yeah. the weapon? You know, certain things. Uh, but yeah, I just had I, I had issues with the uh, realism. Or something. Yeah, I can see that. Like, uh, I can see a lot of that, <laughs> especially with the escape and then monitoring the situation because they can see the whole room, you know. The well, you can't see that, but you know, I feel like you could see him cutting. You know, yeah. I, you I know, too. Yeah. I, it just it come off very plausible while watching it. I'm not saying none, none of this happened. I'm, I'm I mean, if he escapes, obviously this happened. But uh, it just I feel like the the guards weren't doing their job while he was escaping. Like they weren't folk. They weren't focused. They weren't paying attention. They probably 
attacking other inmates probably if while he was escaping that's that's my opinion on it after watching this that's probably what happened yeah um the 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 thing that kind of stuck out to me too is uh i felt like the i felt like the inmates like they were in so i would i would i would say that they was in an isolation cell there's an isolation pod where you'd have uh like one inmate per pod like per cell like they would have uh then they do keep you know like you can't really look at them on the toilet or sometimes they have something to kind of make sure that you're not because priya uh, pr- pr- uh, uh i don't know what's kind of it's like a it's like a, it deals with rape and uh stuff like that and it's, it's like a thing you can't do certain things because obviously it's illegal uh the, the people that's in jail is that in your care uh and so you know they gotta make sure that they are keeping themselves from from you know getting you, you know, doing things now i do think that uh, a lot of things that happen now i'm not saying it didn't happen but it's just like with with thomas hunt thomas jane rather it's hunt how he uh like would pretty much try to pick a fight with Bosco to get him to like hit him or swing on him or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it felt like like they were trying to not not saying that he wasn't the antagonist, but it's heavy handedly trying to make him an antagonist. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like to so what you're saying, Brandon, when he's cutting up into the ceiling like I feel like there's nothing to kind of hide the fact that you've been cutting a hole in the ceiling. Yeah. Like you'll see that. You 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 can put that back with that scene that there's been cut. It's not like in uh, Shawshank where he has a poster hiding the hole they create. You know, yeah. he has nothing hiding it, and that tells me, like you said, that prison they just don't do a good job. They don't do a good job of cell searching, for tossing uh, the cells. Uh, you know, just like certain things. He just like, and I, why did he? Why did he flush the pages down the toilet? I don't understand <laughs> the book. I didn't understand that either. I was like, "Is he trying to flood the cell?" I don't know why he's doing that. Yeah, I didn't get that either. Uh, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. I, I have. I don't have an answer for why he was flushing the pages down the toilet. Unless it was evidence of a certain book that for dummies, how to escape prison. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I didn't get yeah. it. I, I, I didn't understand why he was flushing pages down from that book. I don't even know what kind of book it was, honestly. It was uh, like some type of uh, economics book, uh, which, you know, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like there are certain things. That was wasted. Like you have DC Youngfly, he played Rooster, the guy across the hole. That's like, hey man, uh, fresh fish. You know the guy that's like coming to everybody that's coming in or whatever. Yeah. Um, he is a comedian. He's a very, very funny comedian. Uh, to stand up and things like that. But they, I feel like they underutilized him in this movie. He was also uh, recently in uh, that Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy. He was a uh, he was oh, in there. Yeah. He was the guy that's the MC of the street thing. He was like, you know, yeah, 
but uh, but he's a naturally pretty funny guy, and I felt like they didn't really utilize him for that. It felt like very small. It felt like a very close, small set. Because you've never seen any of the other inmates, like in the prison, you'll see you only see one other staff member, which is that one guy at one point that came in the cell. But you don't really see anybody. It just felt like it felt felt cheap. You know what I'm saying? It just came across as very cheap to me. Yeah, it felt like a really uh, low budget, you know, independent film. Um, which not, nothing wrong with that. I mean, some independent films are great. Some, you know, they're they, they're cheap and they're they're really good. They have atmosphere, and I I just didn't feel this had much going for it. No, no, it didn't have a lot of momentum. I didn't feel the script was well written. I, the characters weren't well established. Uh, I, you know, when I look back at his kid's life and I look back at his mom and his dad, I just, he, to me, he had nowhere to go but down. Honestly, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. I mean, just like that one scene with Vivica A. Fox. It's like yeah. he, he came home early and she was going to send him right back out. Like, it just, he didn't have love in his life. You know, there really wasn't love there. That's sad. Yeah. And, and I, there's not much positive as a story to tell here. It's, it's just a lot of negativity going on in this kid's life. Which is what brings me to this. It's amazing to me. That on Rotten Tomatoes, this is it has a seventy-one percent tomato meter from uh, you know I guess critics, yeah. and the audience scores eighty-eight percent. I don't understand. I don't understand why. Like, like, like you know, not, maybe not, the acting, maybe, uh, maybe. I mean, uh, yeah, that's another thing. Like you stated, I, I, I won't, I won't act, sit here and act like. Uh, uh, Aubrey Joseph didn't do a great job as this character. I felt now when with with him and Tammy, uh, I felt bad for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's Lonely Heart. Uh, I felt bad for her in the sense of her being taken advantage of. Uh, you know, and um, you know, but I understand that he at that point in his life is anything he can do to get out, and, and he probably had issues hating that he did that. As far as like taking advantage of her, um, but uh, but ultimately she forgave him. It seems like, um, but yeah, he but but it helps she didn't get no charges, you know, about it. Uh, which <laughs> I mean, I can't see how you don't get charged to uh, help someone escape. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she probably got charged. Amen. Yeah. yeah, I don't see any way around that because she helped him escape. Uh, she was the getaway driver. I mean, she, I don't see any way she doesn't get a charge at least. And with her uh, atmosphere, I would say she probably couldn't afford a, a good lawyer. So uh, she probably did some time for it. Yeah. But they but, don't go into what happened after that. Like it, it's kind of like the end of the movie. He, he gets caught in a hotel room. I'm assuming he's in a hotel room. Yeah, uh, he seems like the same room, the same hotel that he was at. Like, yeah. 
it, to me, he gets he gets out. He, he escapes just to get caught. Like it, it's like he. De- I don't even think he got to see his child born or anything. Unless and, unless he got muddled right there, it seemed like he didn't make it there. No, it didn't appear that he did. It also kind of appeared like maybe he was dreaming this. In a sense, mm. the way they shot it, him just laying down, his eyes, I believe they were closed and they were opened. And I don't know. It just, it was a confusing shot to me. But at the end of the day, that's, that's how they, they ended it. It was, it was all leading up to the escape. And I felt, you know, they should have spent more time on the escape it's aspect, but, you know, they didn't. And then we see, um, I believe, I'm pretty sure it was still Viv- it was Vivica A. Fox, right? With yeah. the, the, the child at the end. That's how it ends. Uh, yeah. He sees his child, and that's that's it. That's, that's, that's yeah, the and movie. then it flashes to the uh, actual guy. Uh, and the actual guy argued, he fired his lawyer and argued, uh, you know, his own case and ended up getting out after 10 years or so. Of, of of time served or whatever, he ended up getting free and able to like give back to the community and also spend time with his kids. So it's based on a true story. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's I don't know. It's what it's just a, it was a very interesting story. I would say that like the director of this movie is Nicholas Manuel Pino. He also wrote it. Uh. This guy uh, directed this and a couple of things I've never seen. But my point is, had, and this is just my opinion, Brandon, had this been maybe in someone else's hands uh, and fleshed out a little bit better and a little bit bigger of a budget, Mm -hmm. it might have been a pretty good little movie. Uh, I think that they could have even though it's a serious take on the penal system and things like that, it could have, uh, like they could have went a certain way with it and made it more of a, a, a maybe a dark comedy, you know, in yeah. the sense of like, like with the guys in the prison maybe working together uh, to kind of get out, even if it's only him getting out at the end or whatever. It could have been a lot different. I felt like it was too. It was prison itself is a horrible place. It's just another way of uh, of taking people's freedoms. Um, yeah, uh, and uh, and I know that there's some people that has to be locked up because of crimes and and uh, threats to other people. But like to be locked up for 35 years for weed is insane. Uh, but which it, but it happens, uh, unfortunately. Um, I, I think that prisons, and this is my thought, I think prisons should be utilized to truly rehabilitate people, truly rehabilitate them, uh, give them knowledge, skills, and tools to re-enter society and be uh, a great, uh, you know, part of society. Uh, I think that they should do, I think that the way that they treat people like less than human is mm-hmm. insane. And I think that, you know, just it, it like, you know, it's, but I, I do know that there is a reason for the prison system. There's some 
people out there that will hurt you, you know, or hurt you, hurt loved ones. That it's, it's true. Yeah. But, you know, but I, I'm not trying to preach or anything. I just think that it should be reformed. There should be truly prison reform. And, you know, thanks to change. Yeah, it's, it's a complicated issue. Um, I agree with you. Uh, but I also know there's certain people that just won't use it for that and won't allow themselves to be good. Uh, whether it's a mental issue or it's something completely else, uh, they just won't do it. Um, and there's people just want to create chaos in this world. You know, they don't want to live right. They don't want to do right. They just, they want to hurt people end of the day. And, uh, I don't know what you do with those people. I don't know how you treat those people uh, that do not want to be better. You know, but I I agree with you, though. It should be used for that. But uh, that's the one common trend in these type of movies, though. You always see someone, a guard, whether he's a racist or not, he, he gets off on hurting the inmates. It, it yeah. never fails. I mean, you always see that in these type of movies. It just never fails. It's 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 kind of like a a prison trope or something. Uh, which I've I don't even know if that's even a thing, but because yeah. I don't discuss tr- prison movies too often. <laughs> but no, uh, and that's not. And honestly, it, prison genres. I guess I don't know. I'm not really big in the prison films, like. Uh, or, or television, like I don't really like. I remember watching Oz, uh, which was captivating but scary at the same time. Uh, I do remember seeing the Shawshank Redemption, obviously. Yeah. The Trash with Clint Eastwood, uh, yeah. and a Green Mile. You know, I've seen those type of films. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not huge. Also, Life with Eddie Murphy, uh, and Martin Lawrence. I, but I like that one obviously more because it's more comedic. But I just, for the most part, prison is very. You know, I had a, I had an uncle who actually was in prison for uh, uh, assault, but why he's there, he actually committed murder, unfortunately. Um, and uh, to to someone that was uh, worker working at the prison, and and it's. And you know, it's, life, man, is, is is sacred, man. And I hate that he took from his life. Yeah, uh, he's no longer alive, alive today. He died ultimately in prison. Uh, but he also believed before his past, he became a Christian. And so, uh, ultimately, uh, God is able to redeem even the hard hardest of hearts. So, uh, yeah. so if he was a believer, if he then he's been He's been forgiven, loved, and forgiven. Yeah. Um, even though the worst thing you can do, uh, God has what God sent Jesus to the cross to uh, to you know rectify yeah. our uh, you know a record. You know. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I had a cousin that was in prison for attempted murder. Um, I didn't know him really. I I met him like a couple times when I was a kid before this happened, but I I don't really know him. Uh, He, he, he served half his life in prison. So uh, 
he's out now, but I, I wouldn't know if I saw him. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I I wouldn't even if I did see him. I, I wouldn't even dare ask him what that was like being in prison. Um, it, it can't be a good story, you know. But yeah, like you said, you said this before about the military, uh, and I would say, and I think you mentioned the same thing with prison. You said that it's got to be something that you don't really, people don't really like to talk about. Yeah. You know, that, that, um, and so I, I would agree with you um, that, you know, it's, it's kind of a hard thing to kind of, because there's some things that they see there that I I can't, I, I haven't seen, you know, I've seen in the sense of, uh, you know, I've worked there for a short period of time, but I haven't seen anything what others have seen. And also, I don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. I would say for those that are working in corrections that are decent, law-abiding people that just doing the right thing, just working and trying to take care of those that is in their care. Because essentially, if you're in prison or jail or whatever, you are in the care and custody of someone else. And so for those that is actually taking care of them, I, I, I commend them that, that that are actually decent and do the job that, you know, that uh, they are supposed to do and are not like a jerk to people and things like that, you know? Yeah. So I commend that. I commend them for uh, actually, you know, doing, doing what's right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's good people out there. I mean, that do what's right. It just seems like it's a trope in movies. To have that one character that's abusing the inmates. Every movie you have that you have uh in a but in a start crazy and uh what's that well grid grid iron game not grid iron game what's that one is it grid iron game? That's that's with the Rock yeah. No no what's that one with uh uh Adam Sandler what's that one? Uh, uh the longest yard. The longest yard yeah, and then Burt Reynolds originally but yeah, I think that this movie. Uh, it. I think that it's interesting, but I don't think that it's interesting enough that like I will. I'm ready to give my score. Um, I'm gonna give it two mark F out of five. It was interesting, but it's not interesting enough to remember tomorrow. So yeah. I completely I forget that I even watched this movie before the end of the year. Oh, you'll probably forget you watched it next week. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I, I agree. Oh, it's it's interesting, but it's not remember. It's not memorable. Um, like yeah, I, I will for a day or two. I'll remember that Thomas Jane was in this movie and he did a great job. But later in the year, I'll be like, uh, I'll be like, I'll go through my letterbox later in the year when we're getting ready to do our best and worst films. I was like, what's Bosco? <laughs> you know, I, it's just, cause I didn't review it. I just scored it. I was like, what's that? I don't remember that at all. And, and I feel like that's what this movie is. It's, it's, it's an interesting film, but at the end of the day, you're going to forget it. And it's just going to be another movie you watched throughout the year. Uh, I'm going to give it a 2.5. Um, there's moments. It, it's, it's really interesting. There's really good acting, but there's also moments. It's just kind of really bland. And as yeah. you said, it's cheap and it, it is. And 
you know, it. I felt they could have cut out 10 more minutes, made this like a 90-minute film. It still wouldn't have been a three for me, but it it would have went a little smoother, I, I guess. But it, it just, it's okay, I guess, at the end of the day, but it's not something I'm going to remember at the end of the year. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, what what we got for next week? Next week, uh, I'm going old school, 20-plus years uh, with BASIC, uh, which stars John Travolta, Sam Jackson, Connie Nielsen, and uh, Tim Daly. I, I know he's in it. Uh, from Wings, if you remember that white show. <laughs> quite a white show. No, I, mean, you, I think you, there's... After, I think it came on after Monday Night Raw at one point. Oh yeah, on USA, yeah. I never watched it like uh when it was running on NBC. I always watched it on USA. So uh yeah, I think there's only one uh Italian character and that was a uh, monk, you know. Um Tony Tony Yeah, he played oh. uh Antonio, the cab driver. Uh I don't recall any like black people in that show. Like at you all. Know- I'm thinking about that show now. It kind of makes sense that Monk, well, Tony Shalhoub will get Monk from there because there's a USA show. After that show wrapped, he probably, you know, Monk was such a great show. Uh, that was at the time, I don't know if it was a USA original. It probably came on ABC or NBC. It was so ABC. To, U- to USA yeah. at one point for, it, for, uh, for uh, syndication. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but I don't know. I would say USA early two thousand uh, was pretty epic. You had Psych, you had Monk, you had uh, I suits, think forty four hundred, uh, which was great was a great show as well. That USA had had at the time. Uh, Dead Zone was I really enjoyed that show. Uh, hey, I remember it, Weird Science. Weird Science uh, was fun. It was like early, late nineties, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, that's actually where I I watched Weird Science for the very first time. I didn't watch the movie the originally. I watched the TV show. That's how I got introduced to the concept. I know, I know, I know. Vanessa Angel, though, man, Vanessa Angel, right? <laughs> she was just amazing. So back, just so back and forth, you're watching things, but. Uh, but I did eventually watch the movie. The movie's amazing. Uh, it's it's a classic. But uh, yeah, I mean, US, you're right. USA had a lot of good shows in its time. Yeah. Uh, what do we want people to do? Uh, if you enjoy this episode, uh, click that like button, click that share, subscribe, and comment. I got it a little backwards today, but it's all good. It's all good, yeah. We, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, my, my last recommendation would be it's on Peacock if you want to see Bosco. Uh, also, I was going to ask you this. I don't know how true this is. Let me finish my little thing, though. Uh, if you want to see Bosco, it's on Peacock. It's an original movie on there. If you have Peacock, uh, it's it, uh, run like an hour or something, maybe? An hour, hour. 30 minutes. Um, I was thinking it was hour and 44 minutes. but it, 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 At times, it feels longer. But... Uh, but uh, I mean, 
watch it for yourself, man. If you like it, we we love that you like it. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I was going to ask you this. I heard rumors. I don't know how true this is, but I heard that Peacock and Paramount are thinking about combining. Streaming they shows. are. They are. Yeah. What's, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, it's the price will probably go up a little bit to have both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's a good idea because I think both streaming services probably struggle a little bit on their own. And, you know, with WWE leaving Netflix, not Netflix, but leaving Peacock, uh, what, December or whatever it is. Where, where would they be? Where were they going? Uh, WWE? Yeah. Oh, they're going to Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's for all of WWE. It's not just Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Their whole library. So, so, so all of the WWE network is going to be at Raw. Well, oh, it's going to be on Netflix. Ooh, Netflix is about to go up in prices too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I feel it, it'd be, it would be a good thing for Peacock and Paramount to team up. I just, I, I don't, it, I think it's just they don't have enough on their own to warrant. The only reason I have it is for the WWE. Yeah. You, know. you know what? And this is what I feel about a lot of the streaming service real quick. Um, I feel like, for instance, Max. I think Max. I love that Max is showing NBA games because I don't have cable. So that's the only way I can see the NBA. I'm glad yeah. that I was able to see the Super Bowl this year on uh, Paramount Plus. Yeah. Uh, so I was happy to see that. Or you can watch it on Nickelodeon. You know, why, why would you do that? <laughs> but anyway, you could. But I'm glad that that stuff exists um, because it it's harder and harder to get cable, you know. And and, it's, and I'm glad that some of these streaming services are saying, "Hey, you can come in and watch the NBA uh, games." I I love the NBA, and so you know. Uh, then also, I think on Max, you can also watch some of the college basketball stuff, March Madness stuff, maybe. Uh, that's coming up. Uh, I just I think that there should be more companies to kind of combine things like that, but it does still create a gouge in people's pockets. I guess yeah. it, it might be cheaper to get cable. At least you can have everything all in one place. I don't know. I uh, mean, I think it's getting to that point. It's going to be cheaper just to go back to cable. You know, but I, I mean, we knew this was coming. Once, you know, Netflix started to get a little competition, you know, that cable was going to go down, but, you know, we're going to have all these streaming services going to cost the same or even more for cable. Uh, so, I mean, I think everybody knew it was coming. They keep jacking the prices. Like, uh, I think, so Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN Plus own obviously by the same company. Yeah. And so you can, you can bundle those, but I think, my my like I think Disney Plus is like nineteen something dollars a month maybe or going up to that maybe I don't know I know uh, Hulu is higher now uh, by itself and then I know that uh, Netflix is probably the highest I don't know um, well Prime went up as well so and plus they added ads you have to add two dollars for ad free I'm not doing yeah. that but no I just watch the ads. I, I hate that. You know, thank yeah. God you have free Tubi and Crackle and Tubi. 
<laughs> but until it's not, until it's not, until, yeah. until it goes. But all right, well, I just wanted to th- get your thoughts on that, all of those things. I appreciate you sharing your thoughts on it. Um, welcome. All right, well, next week we're going to be watching Basic. Uh, hit from was it 2000, 2001? 2003. Yeah, 2003. Uh, I do remember seeing that, I think, in theaters, uh, but I don't recall. Uh, it was a long time ago. I was a it young was. man. I I'll be celebrating the birthday in between then. I'll be on Saturday I'll be turning forty four, so I'll be getting a little up in age today. Yeah. Wow. But, you almost halfway to ninety. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What are we <laughs> Brandon Spivey. Thank you for marking out with you on the Mark Out Movie Podcast. You have a good rest of your weekend.